You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. I feel like we need a new intro just because you're, like, you're, you're back. You're, I, but I, I should have wrote something down. I just thought about it in a moment. Like, dang, I think we need a new intro. We need, like, it's like a new season. Mm. Um, but, you know... What's up, y'all? Clock Radio <laughs> man, I've been doing this for ten years, man. Y'all know, y'all know who this is. Y'all know what y'all listening to. Hello, welcome. If this is if this is your first time, uh, ClockRadioSpeakers.com, Twitter, CRS Podcast, Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash CRS Podcast. Like that's that's where it really goes down. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm Armand. Doc is here. Doc, what's <laughs> man? What's going on? It's good to be back. Um, I could tell I was getting a little antsy because when I was on my trip, I would hear like random like music, like, you know, I, I'd hear like some Indian music and I'd be like, hmm, I could put some drums on that. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what traveling does. Yeah, traveling man. exposes you to different sounds and be like, huh, maybe I just don't get all just don't get like all truth hurts or Timbaland on me. I was going to say, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, not trying to illegally sample something that someone's going to get mad about or, you know, we're not trying to do any of that. You know, I mean, yeah, well, I sure. said something that doesn't look like I'm mad about, you know, they don't know about it. You know, it's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, man, uh, it's good to be back. Um, you know, I missed a couple of things when I was gone. Uh, I, I, I would check in on Twitter from time to time and I'd be like, oh, OK, sure. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's October has been an absolutely crazy month. Um, and we're going to try and recap. Yeah. Some of it. <laughs> we got it some of it some I, of it i'm sure you're I, ready with your track by track uh review of the taylor swift album I, yo she did 1.5 in a week 1.5 crazy I, do, I said oh that's still happening well for her it is i do i do wonder well i mean so part of that is like they had i want to talk about like getting the logistics all lined up you know um ever since the ever since billboard changed the rules um so it used to be, we've talked about this in the show before, but for those who, who, who forgot or didn't hear it, um, it used to be that if you sold a bundle, right, you could get credit for the sale, even though mm-hmm. the physical thing didn't ship yet, right? Mm-hmm. So you could sell, in that first week, it would be this whole huge effort to get the vinyl, get the CD, get the special editions, whatever, and you get credit for all of it. Then they changed mm-hmm. it. So it's like, no, 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 you get credit only for what you ship in a, whenever it mm. ships, that's when you can count it. So for mm-hmm. Beyonce, she recently had a, a, her, you know, Renaissance had a surge back up the charts because all the vinyl shipped. Mm. So, but Taylor Swift, they had it all ready. They did. This wasn't a situation where it was like, oh, we're like working on this up until the last second. No, like it was locked in. They had everything pressed up, ready to go. So it was a massive like streams and physical and the whole nine yards. Yeah, they did it old school. Mm-hmm. And I would, but even on top of that, 1.5 million is crazy. And I, crazy. you know, it's funny because you know, uh, originally, uh, you know, we thought this show we were going to be doing a Drake and 21 Savage album review. It got pushed back because 40 got COVID. But I do also wonder if they saw <laughs> they saw those first week numbers for Taylor Swift, and those numbers are so big that her second week is going to be a monster. Mm-hmm. If you're doing 1.5 the first week, even if you have an incredible drop off, you're still doing two, three, four hundred that second week, right? Yeah, at least for and, sure. You know, that's you know, she's gonna go number one again the second week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like get out the way, man. Yep. I mean You know, sh- and, and uh shout out to shout out to Soundwave. 
and Jahan Sweet for getting production credits on that Taylor Swift album. Oh, that's what's up. It's a nice little check. A nice little oh, credit. Oh, you would hope so, that's a nice check. Yeah. 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 Good for them. That's what's up. <laughs> Soundwave. I was that's like, so, wow. That's random. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's random. So, yeah, I did not listen to the Taylor Swift album. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of records I like. A couple of records aren't bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's yeah, very, no. um, you know, so the producer she works with is a guy named uh, Jack Antonoff, who's, um, he's like kind of a go-to pop producer and he has a very like 80s retro kind of aesthetic that he leans into sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's like, you know, some of the, some of the records I was listening to and I was like, man, these are like kind of like almost like moody, like there's a lot of synths. I was like, this is almost like, you know, the Drake Abel sound of 10 years ago, like filtered yeah. through like a very pop accessible sheen. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, I was gonna say that that aesthetic sounds very weakened. Yeah, it's not. Even, it, it, it's it's more like it, it's less cocaine and more like MTV aesthetic. You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, because Abel loves that that cocaine, uh, sweaty, eighties aesthetic. For sure, it is sweaty cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of Scarface. I yeah. recently watched Scarface, but yeah, very sweaty eighties cocaine for sure. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. That's what, is this her first album since? Because um, I know she like re-released all of her other. Albums I mean, she's she been. She's been. Yeah. So was it in twenty twenty? She put out a couple records that were like all like done during like the the peak COVID lockdown. Like nobody's doing anything. Like it was her and some other folks. They like collaborated. You know, they 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 pulled the Armand and Doc. I mean, they didn't call it that, and they, you know, they can send me a check. But you know, they collaborated via like you know Dropbox and everything like that to yeah to put it together. Sure. Um, but um, but then she, yeah, she's been re-recording her albums, which have all done very well, um, which is amazing because those historically mm-hmm. have never have never done. Nobody's really ever cared too much about when because artists have been re-recording for a while. She's not the first, but she's probably the first to do it who's still in her prime. You know what I mean? Yeah, they usually like the re-records are uh, the re-records are almost always pretty washed. Yeah, it's like oh, like you know, we're an aging rock group and we don't have the rights to or to what we've got, so we're gonna re-record so we can get something off of streaming. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. Drums. The drums are bad. Like the beats sound well, really generic. This, the the right. voices change. There clearly wasn't as you know the budget was not the same, and in right. many cases it's like boy that voice is not the same either. Absolutely. Yep. It's a little strained and and yeah, not not there the way it was. Um, so, all right. Well, yeah. where do you want to where do you want to start? I got a whole sprinkling of random stuff I wanted to, to 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 mention real quick. All right, let's do it. So your man push a ton. Yes. Still, what do you do? Still on tour. <laughs> he so he has a show in Connecticut tonight. Mm. I can't go, but yeah, I'm getting hit with. Instagram ads like crazy for for ten dollars off for mm. for a Pusha T concert that's tonight. Mm. It's interesting. I because it's not like his tickets are expensive. No, I paid when I went. I went. I paid like thirty five. I, I think they were like thirty or, or thirty thirty five, like in that range, like list price. Because it's just general admission. You know, it's a biggish. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a biggish general admission place in Connecticut. He's going to, but it's general admission. Yep. Yep. Um, and I'm like ten dollars off. Yep. On Instagram ads. Uh, (laughs) i've never seen that for a concert yeah i mean you know that was like a there's like a you know the groupon thing that happened yeah the groupon thing was a that was a that was a thing a little while ago you know Mm -hmm. um i uh i notably got it you know i went to go see arcade fire um in connecticut because they uh 
they they booked basically i don't know their bookers must have like not know where they were booking but they just they booked an arena in a place that nobody goes and so they couldn't sell tickets mm. and so they had to sell them off on on groupon so i think i saw arcade fire you know in like an eight thousand seat arena for like 20 bucks it was great mm, there you go <laughs> um but yeah i was like hmm it's too bad that it's tonight and i can't go because i'm like i mean i probably would have gone anyway but i'm like man ten dollars off now we're just getting like you can spend more on drinks absolutely um we're just gonna like i said i got a whole bunch of like small rams no, yeah. oh um so i mentioned this in the pre-show but uh i, I can't say your man my man cormega <laughs> mega montana mega montana puts mm-hmm. out the realness too okay yep um and it's on the one hand like i feel like there needs to be if if, the, if someone hasn't created this already like there needs to be kind of like i don't know if it's like a mailing list you sign up for like a Twitter account that needs to exist. Somebody just needs to have like an old, like a, an old head alert. Like, hey, everybody, <laughs> Cormega put out an album with beats from Large Professor, Havoc, Alchemist, and Shaw Money. Oh, Shaw Money's on there. Shaw Money's got a couple beats on there. There's a couple Street Runner beats on there. There's an Alchemist beat on there. There's Havoc, Harry Fraud. Like, I'm not saying it's perfect, but like, you know, how are, it's how, it. how are old heads supposed to know about this stuff? Yeah. But I want to play. I want to play this record because this is. It's called Glorious, with and it features Nas, and it's produced by Alchemist. So if you're listening to this and you're a Cormega fan, I'm just gonna play this, and you can decide if you want if you want to check the rest of this out. This beat is disgusting. Declining y'all gifts, sipping wine as we reminisce on my first venture, first startup that I invest. Some say I'm the only one left. Now these capitalists say I got my fingers on the pulse. The global-minded find that I'm quiet the most. If my life was a movie, I'm the Stanley Kubrick of music. I slid through the translate. Now it sounds a little old, and that's okay. Very interesting. He doesn't sound like that on, on Hit Boy beats. I know. Like he does on an Alchemist beat. Yeah, I wonder if it's the like uh, maybe that slow tempo. He he, I don't know his voice notably sounded old. Mm-hmm. But it did. You know, it's Nas and Cormega on a, on, a, on a grimy alchemist beat. So uh, also could be based off of when it was recorded, seeing right. how he's on tour with Wu Tang or was on sure, tour with Wu-Tang. right? It might have like, been like he, been. you know, he he came by, you know, yeah. recorded, you know, or he recorded in the tour bus or something. I got to get this in for Cormega. You know what I mean? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. He's got um, he's got features from Lloyd Banks on here. He's got okay. He's got Havoc on here. So I was just like, man, you know, I feel like I don't know. Could look good for Cormega. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's the first Alchemist beat I've heard with drums in probably three years. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he still has a he still has an NPC somewhere. He does oh, okay. have a drum kit. Yeah, it's true. Okay. All right. <laughs> haven't, haven't heard that in a while. Okay, so what's up? Yeah, I'll put that on the list. That's that's going right next to the Steve Lacey album. Things that I will ultimately <laughs> no, get to to just, check out. You should pri- the Steve, You should just prioritize the Steve Lacey album. It's great. I know. I, know. I, I think at this I point just, there are too many people who've told you about it. <laughs> no, I just forget. Whenever I, you know, I usually listen to music when I'm in the car. But when I'm in the car, I don't really think like, oh, let me try and. Oh, you know, like unless it's a Friday, I'll go through and I'll like, OK, what's new that's out? Like, I'm, it's just I don't really see it. So I don't think about it until maybe I'm at home or I get it, to, you know, like I see something and I'm like, OK, let me because that's not a that's not a listen. That's not a listen to on my phone album. Mm. 
know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not listening to a Steve Lacey album on my phone. Like, I want to hear it on speakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and then it's also, like, not listen to it in my office. Like, I feel like there's something I should ride around to. So. All right. So, I think I missed some of the, the back and forth on this when I was gone. But, all right. So, Cameron, Mason, Jadakiss were supposed to do a tour together. Three-headed monster. Yep. Which got canceled. Mm-hmm. But, but they put out they put out a song. They put out a song called GLH, mm-hmm. which sounds very like Dipset comebacky. You know what I mean? Yeah, very very Dipset in two thousand and eight. Sure. Ish. Like Why did the tour get canceled? I heard. I thought I saw something online. Maybe like somebody was blaming Puff for something. I don't even know what Puff well, would have to do with this. Puff Puff and Mace fell out publicly. Sure. Again. Well, surprise. Uh, yeah, Puff had a had an interview on the Breakfast Club where. I don't remember, but he said something along the lines like he doesn't, uh, or, you know, he owes, Mace owes him $3 million or something <laughs> like that. And so Mace, you know, gets on social media and, you know, kind of, kind of goes in or goes off or whatever. And then a couple days later, the tour gets uh, canceled. So Mace is like, oh yeah, it's Puff's fault. But Jadakiss and Cam have been noticeably quiet. Very quiet. Anything. Um, so I don't know. That's too bad because I, I would have gone to see that, I think. Well, I mean, they were only on the East Coast anyway, right? Oh, they right. had like, it was like six dates. Yeah. Uh, well, the most tour. of the stuff there better be with, a, you know, better be a bus ride away from New York City. Right. And like, I'm not doing nothing crazy, but I, I would have loved to have seen that show. That would have been dope. Um, yeah. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> um, let's stick with the randomness. Oh, I mean, you know, so we talked about. Uh, you know the Super Bowl appearance coming up. We were wondering when she was going to return with a record. Mm-hmm. Rihanna returns after six years with with a ballad. Mm-hmm. A ballad. Yeah. This song is not good. Maybe it's not for me. How about that? Yeah, it's well. I think. Yeah, I nobody wanted to hear. I I think it was a I think it was a dropped ball. Well, okay. Yeah, we'll say this because okay. I think this is what's going to happen. So I think initially it was a drop ball on the hands of, you know, Rihanna's team because everybody wants Rihanna to come out with something up tempo, a bop, like something not not a ballad. Right. But we know that Black Panther 2 is coming in a couple of weeks. Right. And the emotions are going to be high. And I'm sure the way that the movie rolls out, the script, all that stuff, the promo when they play that song in the movie, it's going to hit different for a lot of people. So I think when you hear it by itself, nah, this ain't it. Uh, but when you hear it within the context of what it was created for, I think people are going to roll with it and it's going to have much, much be- uh, a much better response. Uh, with that said, I'm sure she's got some stuff in the chamber. I'm sure Terrius gave her something um, that's going to do exactly what, you know, Rihanna fans want it too. So I'm I'm not, I'm not tripping. It it is incredible though to see how like just modern fan culture like responds to things like that, you know, cuz like all her fans are online and they're just like the queen has returned and it's like okay, all right, just, you know. But like, you know, the way that like the charts move and in the way that like, you know, streams can drive stuff nowadays like that could be enough to get this i'm not saying it's gonna go number one or anything but like i don't know it might do a little something just because her fans will play it because they're rihanna fans and not because they really like the song mm-hmm. it's incredible <laughs> absolutely oh man uh what else we got some random stuff I mean, we got some albums to talk about yes let's do it 
um, your man West Side Gun. Back again. <laughs> well, he dropped that Hitler reference from the title real quick, didn't he? Oh, he. Well, he had to from. <laughs> he had to from. I mean, of course, with all the Kanye stuff, but also, um, I don't know if you saw Freddie Gibbs kind of like pointed it out in his story and kind of brought some attention to it. Well, he is just a thorn um, in the side of Griselda, isn't he? Man. <laughs> so, yeah, he's so Griselda has dropped three projects in the last couple weeks actually so they put out a, a rome streets album called kiss the ring that's got some really good records on there um they dropped armani caesar uh her project the liz 2 that came out i think last week um that's that's all right it's okay um i realized that like i i tried to i was trying to figure out like what the issue was with armani caesar's like she's doing a lot of the things that many of the you know female mcs are doing um, she can actually she can rap um, and it's like but she's like rapping over these Griselda beats. So but it's almost like it's not her stuff doesn't come off as like a woman rapping for women. It's like a man curating mm. what he thinks a female MC should sound like and how she should present herself. Like it's very like little Kimish, but Kim was still able to like pierce through and reach the female fan base. But. I don't I don't see Armani like connecting to women the same way that other um, other female MCs are doing. I th and I think that's the issue. I think there's there's too many man hands on her on her brand. And it's just, <laughs> that, it just doesn't. Right, that's doesn't that's a right. super interesting point. You know, I, I think like it's like it's basically it's like the audio equivalent of the male gaze. Right. Is like what her music is for. Sort of. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Much like Lil' Kim. I think the thing is with with Kim. Foxy to to a certain extent, you know, there weren't as many alternative options in the '90s. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and the culture was just different. And I think now you have a lot of different options for for female MCs. But like, you know, the 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 Griselda dudes, they're they're our age, right. our generation. That's right. So they come from that like Kim Foxy way of thinking Absolutely. about a female artist, you know. And that's I'm not trying yep. to take away agency from 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 Armani, not at all. But like if that's if the folks who are running the show, if that's what they grew up on, if that's how they're thinking about positioning, you know, I, it kind of makes sense. Not that I'm saying it's 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 good for her her career, but I kind of understand it in a sense. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. I, yeah. The assessment wasn't really to like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. to down it's just yeah like that's that's where she is so that's kind of what she's getting and being a new young artist you're kind of like going along with the show because you really just want to be you know successful and it comes right. down to well do you you know do you want to advocate for your sound maybe you don't have a sound yet and you're just trying stuff out like, yeah you know i saw recently where she was a student of one of knife wonders classes so that was like a big deal so she just might be a rapidy rap mm. hippity hop girl you know and she just might enjoy making that kind of that sound of music so it's easier for the curation to come in with something that she already enjoys doing so right. you know very possible so with that said out of nowhere you know wes is like hey i'm dropping a new a new project yeah he was he had been teasing another album called michelle records forever that has like some crazy production on there and none of that production shows up on <laughs> this album one one sample and actually, shout out to, um, was it Soul Surplus? Yeah, it was Soul Surplus. Um, one of the samples is crazy because Wit hit me up about it 
Um, there's like, yeah, this is just our loop. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to take y'all's loops. <laughs> I'm just going to buy y'all sample pack and just loop up y'all stuff. If this is what it sounds like, it's crazy. What record is that? Uh, it's actually a skit on, um, uh, on the Armani Caesar album. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. I don't like using, um, iTunes on the desktop. I don't know why it's not working for me. Hmm. I know that's that that hmm is from somebody who's been on Apple for like ten years. No, no, listen, I get it. Um, uh, Apple Music on uh, on the Mac is nowhere near as like I'm just so used to using it on the phone. Yeah, exactly. It's not into it. Whatever. All right, I'm not playing it, but right. whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, so new new West Side new West Side Gun project comes out um, Friday, and uh, as usual, it's getting a lot of a lot of good marks from people. People are enjoying it. So- um, uh, Go ahead. Your, your man, your man, Bobby Digital produced the intro. He does. Um, he does. <laughs> There's some records on there I like. I like Super Kick Party. Super Kick Party's hard. Man, he, he got Black Star on a Conductor Williams beat. Let me tell y'all something. I was so mad when I heard this record. Why were you mad? Here's why. Because okay. this album or this this song sounds like it could fit on the Black Star album. I mean, it would have been pe- one of the better records on that album. <sighs> People like this song. I love this song, man. People really like this song. Okay, you love this song. Yeah, it's a good song but then man. it just does it doesn't make sense to me that it fits on the Black Star album, fits the aesthetic. Sure, it may have been one of the better songs on the album, but like it isn't like overwhelmingly better than the stuff that was on this album. Like uh, I don't see, I don't see how you could hate or love this song but then stay, still say the Black Star album was trash or wasn't that good. It just it's it's they're just, it's the same family of music. It it is. I don't know why. Even though, T- even though Talib is on his like lyrical miracle like thing with with his lyrics, like it really sounds like something that like I would have written in a notebook after listening to some Inspector Deck in 1998. Um, but he sounds great on this. Yeah, Talib is who he he, he, he is, is who he is. is. He sounds he great. Is. Like his for whatever reason, his vocal tone just sounds so good on this record. It's mm, conductor man. Man, uh, BDP is another good conductor record. Yeah, BDP is hard. That's some that's some dusty like '90s Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah, BDP is hard. That random Montel Jordan drop is hilarious. Um, Stove God Cooks is all over this album. Would you hold on? Hold on. We have to do this. Yeah, we have to do this. <sighs> we have to humble ourselves, yes, sir, and recognize. That your man Big Bang Biz Sweets produces this 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 Busta Ray and Ghost record, and the record is super hard. It's pretty good. That record is crazy. Um, I guess, but you know what though? It's funny. I was thinking, I was like, "Yo, Swiss kind of has a good track record with like samples." I just see. I mean, the th- so the thing that we just never really paid much attention because, like, the th- you know the yeah, Swiss used keyboards, but like. Swiss was sampling all the whole time. Yes, he was. You know, just like Timbo was. And we just didn't really know it. Mm-hmm. Cuz they were sampling and they were doing different stuff. Mhm. You know, and so yeah, I mean Swiss sampling doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh Pete Rock produced a record on here? Yeah, he's done a, he's done a few records with uh with Wes. I heard this and I was like, I could just imagine Pete in the studio. He's like, wait, wait, so you don't want me to put drums on this? <laughs> you sure? Which one did which one did he do? Was it Mac Don't Stop? Yeah, Mac Don't Stop. Okay. 
Yeah, that one's cool. Like after cool. after science class, it kind of falls off for me. Like I'm yeah, not yeah, crazy yeah, about yeah. God is love. I really don't like the Run the Jewels record, but I just I just don't like that's Run a, the Jewels that's a like weird that. beat, man. Yeah, so it's a weird beat. Um, and then like this Red Death record with everybody from Griselda except for Boldy James and uh, one of the members of the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I, I imagine he's doing that uh that hook it's like a little whoa it's one of those like i don't know it just sounds like a wrestling theme on the hook um it's cool it is weird like they did just enough to where the record doesn't sound like it's you know like it's 10 minutes it doesn't feel like 10 minutes but it's not a record that i'm necessarily going to go back to consistently but you know so what's that gun album man strong strong highs and then like some you know some decent stuff but you know overall a good listen to add on to his his catalog. He's talked about not doing any more of these Hitler Where's Hermes. I think seven was supposed to be the last one. He's and on I think 10. with and I think with everything going on, probably a safe bet that this will be the last one. But you never know. Yeah. A year's a year's a mighty long. A lot can happen in a year. So anything else you want to say about that? No. Oh, we need. I mean, we didn't even talk about your man as soon as possible. Rocky and his record. Yeah, yeah it's the beat. It doesn't work. It, it's the beat. It's very, especially coming off a of super kick party, which has a lot of energy. It's yeah. sandwiched between super kick party and peppers. Like, yeah, those are two strong records. And then there's this ASAP Rocky feature, which on paper sounds really interesting, but it's that it beat, man. That beat, that beat drags. Yeah. You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash crspodcast or clockradiospeakers.com.